Hey guys, it's your girl Sweetie, and you're listening to Sweet Talk. And this is Kenan. Hey everyone, this little bit. And today we have a special guest, my girl Smiley. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for joining the team today. No problem. <laughs> so today's paraphernalia of the week is going to go along with the topic that we have for today. Um, I, I don't know if I'm spelling it wrong. I mean, I'm pronouncing it wrong. So uh, it's masochism and it is suffering or humiliation, being beaten, bound, or otherwise abused. So basically people have an erotic interest in um, suffering or humiliation, be- being beaten, bound, or otherwise abused. So, I like, you guys can see my face. <laughs> so, when I think of that, I think of like whipping, spanking, um, yeah, that that stuff like that, like chains and nipple clamps and whatever else. I can't say that I'm into all of it. Like, I like a little bit of the spank, but that's, that might be the, the highlight. Yeah. As far as <laughs> yeah, as I can't, I can't say that I'm into too much of that. Anybody else? Um, is it strictly only for spanking? No. It's, it's no, a, it's not. Suffering or humiliation, being beaten, bound, or otherwise abused. So basically, like like handcuffs or or hand ties or whatever. It goes into your dominatrix thing, scan. Yeah, I was about to say that's yeah. why. Like, for me, I do like handcuffs. I do like belts. I do like being spanked. <laughs> I do like flogging. There's a few things that I'm into. Not too severe, though. Like, I don't want something that's, you know what I mean, that's, like, really painful. But don't get me wrong, I can take a really good ass smack. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, it, no, it's what that is, is, is into that. Yeah, it, it's going to take a whole lot for me to be, before I'll say, uh, you know what, stop. You know what I mean? <laughs> before you yell out your safe word. Pineapple. If you're smacking me, I've been smacked so hard to the point where they just stop smacking me because they're like, oh, shit, okay. Um, <laughs> what are we going to be smacking for? I think she felt it. I felt it. Still <laughs> leaving here. We still rocking. Okay, okay. Anybody else want to touch on that? Yeah, um, that's basically, that's the pamphlet, and that's with someone within the community likes and they enjoy and they like the humiliation of it all. Okay. Um, you said a pain it, slut? It's called a pain slut. Nice. And okay. reason being is because of the amounts of pain that they can take and the amounts of pain that they like and pain is a pleasure for them. So. Oh, okay, yep, that's definitely not me. Yeah. <laughs> that's like someone like in their balls bash. That's not you either. Oh. You don't definitely. have any balls. No. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's, it's in that realm of what all of that is it's, it's mainly of uh, someone who enjoys that and they get off on that and that's their way of having their orgasm okay alright that, but it can be deprived from them because of that oh wow okay 
I ain't even think about it on the other spect- end of the spectrum, depriving them of it. But okay. Yeah, you deprive them from it because that's something they enjoy and they get off from it. So you have to deprive them from it. It's a lesson. It's a, it's a learning tool. It's a teaching tool. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. All right, so let's move on to uh, the uh, position of the week. The position of the week. Woo woo. Woo woo. All right. The position of the week, you guys, is called the frog. Okay. So basically, the female is either at the end of a bed or a table and is bent over, and then the gentleman picks the young lady up from behind. And starts having sex with her from behind, but holding her legs. So her arms are on the bed. I need a picture. Huh? She's going to post a picture. I'm going to post a picture. Okay. So he's behind her, holding her legs, and fucking her from behind. So so instead of it being where she's on her knees bent over, he's holding her legs from behind and hitting it that way. So like her, her feet and stuff are in the air. And that's called yeah. a frog? The frog. Okay. You know what it sounds like to me? It sounds like he, when he used to play wheelbarrow in, in, L- in grade school. Exactly. That's, that's, yeah. what it looks, that's exactly what it looks like. They just took a kid game and made it fucking nasty. <laughs> <laughs> that's all they did. They <laughs> What if they took this nasty act and made it a kid's game? Oh, shit. <laughs> what came first? That's the right. question. I never looked at it like that. That's true. <laughs> That's true. I never looked at it like that. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Okay. All right. That's that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm making this stuff up. All right. So now tell us about this um the zodiac compatibility, please. Okay. <laughs> All right. Zodiac compatibility for this week is Libra and Aries. Uh, and Libra and Aries aren't a, are not a conventional match. The two signs don't have much in common. Headstrong Aries loves to take initiative and hates being ignored, while Fair Libra is all about equality and prefers to keep the scale level. Surprisingly, these two signs are extremely compatible in bed. Libra will slow excitable Aries down, pacing the sex out with intermittent teasing, so you can both keep going all night long. Okay. Zodiac. Wow. Okay, I thought you were coming out really. Former co-host Candy is Aries. And she definitely likes to be um, in control, I guess. Sister Excitable. I don't know if I would describe her as that. But whatever. But you know, it differs, differs for men and women of the same sign anyway, so. Yeah, that's true. That is true. But okay, so let's move on to the topic. Topic of the week is BDSM. And that's why we have Smiley on because 
She Ow! is a bit of a uh, connoisseur. <laughs> she she know a lot about a lot of it. Right. I know a little bit about a little of it. So <laughs> figured we could bring in somebody who is, who is a little bit more versed in this topic to to help us talk about it a little bit. So if we want to just start off with. Smiley, if you could tell us what BDSM stands for, because it's an acronym. BDSM, bondage, submission, status, masochism, derived in between B and B, bondage and submission, domain, domain, submission, with an S, um, comes into. <laughs> Give me a minute. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting happy over here. Oh, Lord. <laughs> uh, the submission is possibly 16 levels of submission. However, breaking it down to the basic submissions is only about know, five or six. Okay. So you have bedroom submissive, you have financial submissive, you have kink submissive, you have regular submissive, which is submissive in everyday life. And everything that you do, and then you have workplace submissions. So those are things mentally that people have to break down. That's why I said it's about 15 to 16 versions of submission. Um, no one truly knows what submissive they are until they take place and they study. Okay. Study, study, study. You have to know exactly what you're getting yourself into in order to know exactly what level of submission you're willing to partake in and what level of submission is submissive you are. Not everybody knows that. Okay, so does it always have to include sex? No. So submission does not always partake in sex. Sometimes submission is making sure that the home is taken care of, making sure that the partner is taken care of, making sure that um, like chores and stuff are done is Sex is not always the part. That's a that's a reward system. And okay. then, but you have some people, some women, and I'm going to say it this way: you have some women that are so in their job and in their career that are so career driven that they're in charge of everything. And to relinquish that over to someone else, that's when the bedroom submissive comes into play. Ha! That's me. Okay. financial submissive like I really want one however let me correct you guys let me check you guys on this one right here okay a financial submissive can be taken advantage of because solely in priority that that person is willing to take care of you financially as your submissive but you also have to take care of that that submissive 
that's also another person that is up in the rankings at their place of employment that can financially do so. But they okay. will also go to extreme lengths. You have those that will go to extreme lengths to make sure that you're taken care of, uh, i.e. selling bodies, um, being prostitutes, and doing things like that. Oh, so wow. those are things that you have to be careful with with financial submissive, but you do have some submissives that genuinely just want to provide for someone. That's a provider. That's someone who this is what they do, and this is how they get off, and that's how they're um, gratified. Right. Okay. If I use that word correctly. Okay. I, I hear you. Are, oh, and a lot of people get misconstrued when they say, oh, I want a financial submissive and not understand that the undertaking that they have to take on is to make sure that you receive you as her dog or her domain um, is financially taken care of and that's a lot of work for that person to do. That means they're working X amount of jobs and they're doing this, that, and the third to appease you and that's not that's not always best right so like from my understanding like this type of lifestyle is um it takes a lot of mental health uh care like you need you need to be in tune with your Mm -hmm. mental health in order to be a part of it you can be taken advantage of um mental health with that is very important because having someone lock key on you in that So, yeah. so where are you on the spectrum? What would, what would you consider yourself? I am a switch. What is a switch? A switch is like a light switch. I'm being funny, but I'm also being honest and true to that. A switch is someone who is off, is a submissive, but not submissive to everyone, but also a dominant. Um, okay. More so than not, more dominant to everyone than to be submissive to everyone. Um, it takes a stronger dog to be able to have a submissive as myself. You're not going to just get that right away. You're not going to just get that attention or that desire or that need from me, per se, right away because I don't trust me. Right. Okay. And trust, trust is a very big thing when you're submissive. It's different parts of yourself that you're giving over. And no one understands that part um, when they're coming into it until... Okay. And the doll, or doll me, doesn't inform them. They want someone green. 
they want someone ill for them. Um, so they don't have to, so they can train you the way they want to train you. Mm -hmm. Right. And they can abuse that. Okay. Okay. So basically it's important to do your research and to have conversations on what your limits are, right? Yeah, you have to have those conversations. If you don't have those conversations, you can wind up in a lot of things and you can sign yourself over um, into a circle of not understanding and not knowing and not knowing and unawareness, per se, mm -hmm. um, when it comes to, um, I'm trying to think of the right words to, so that I'm steering people in the right direction. Um you have to know exactly what you're going into. Right. If so, they ask you for something of value that to give to them, and you give it over, and you don't understand the meaning of it, and that's something that you cherish most, and that's something that you want, and when your contract is up, or when you ask to be released, some won't release you, and then some will. So you really have to do your research and you really have to know who you are and what you are within going into that. So It'll help you find out more about yourself, but at the same time, you need to know what you're doing. So a contract, like an actual written contract will yeah. say exactly what the limitations are and all that stuff? Yes. Okay. Yes. So at the end, at even if in the middle of the contract you realize that this person is not right for you. You can ask to be released. You have to ask to be released? You yes. can't just say, fuck you, you're no. a piece of shit? No. So what if you they're know, not willing to release if, you? If he's not willing to release you, then that's where the contract comes in. That's where the legal jargon comes in. That's where, like I said, people read Fifty Shades of Grey. They look at the movie and they think, oh, I want to do that. Um, having that legal and having the, if you have a legal contract, let me say that. If you have a legal contract or if you have... No, like if you have a legal contract, then yes, you can legally by standard saying I want out. If you have a verbal contract, you can also say I want out, but then you have those doms who are very possessive and say, No, I'm not letting you go. So you have to be careful who you're dealing with. If you want to just walk away, you can just walk away. But at the end of the day, that person still knows everything about you and has all of your information. Right. You have to be careful. Right. You have to do your research. If someone gives you a hip or inkling, that this person is no good. Run, bitch. Run. <laughs> okay, so... I gotta say it like that. Because if, you don't, if you're not honest with people, people tend to look at it and be like, oh, I'm good. No, he hasn't done that. He hasn't done this. But those telltale signs will show themselves. Because you have domes that don't want you to love them, but they want you to love them. If that makes sense. Red flags. Yeah. Yeah. So are doms um, able to share subs with other doms? Yes, they are able to, willing to, depending on the setting, depending on the situation, depending on the agreement, depending if that sub wants to be shared. Now, if that sub does not want to be shared, that sub will not be shared because that's the agreement between her and her dom. Okay. Right. Okay. However, there are loopholes. You have subs who are sneaky, and they step outside of that, and they do their own thing behind the dorm's back, and okay. that's what leads them into trouble. Okay. 
So how long is a typical like session? Like, like if you're in a contract with somebody, like that can last for years. Is it like a all day thing? Like all day you're this person sub or you? Yeah, you're that person sub all day. It's okay. not. It's from the time that you agree to the time that you come to the end. Okay. It's not a. a oh, we're on. I'm only your sub during these hours unless that's what you set up. And that hits what type of submissive you are. So, if it's if you're a 24-hour submissive in your 365 days of the year submissive, mm-hmm. then that's what it is. But if you're, oh, just when I get off of work and I feel like being dominating in my room, that's a kink, one, and it's a submissive, two. However, they can, the lines are very thin there. So what are some of the signs that you can that you can tell people to look for when it comes to BDSM? Like, how do you know someone is going to be a good dom or a good submissive? You don't. So they're no. It's trial and error, but you can tell. Um, it's trial and error when you first starting. Like, if you're reading and you're you're going according to the leather community or the, the the string community, I'm sorry, the rope community, depending on the community that you're, you're studying with, that's why I say take take classes. There are classes available. Take um, take seminars. There are seminars available. Um, all of these things can be found online um, at Slice. Um, within that, that's just one outsource, which you also can... I'm sorry, did you say FetLife? Yes. Okay. You can find them there, um, but they do their their vetting processes are extremely important to follow. Those vetting processes um, within any community that you try to study under, uh, telltale signs of when you just say that's not for me, your gut instinct, um, not your curiosity, your instinct. You have a gut. Trust me. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. If it says no, bitch, run, then bitch, run. <laughs> Your head is not so reliable because our mind plays tricks. It does. Yes, it so, does. So, our, our mind is not always reliable, and neither is our heart. Because our heart is very tangible. It can be thrown away. It can be broken. It can be... Um, misused and everything like that so don't go with your head and don't go with your heart go with your gut your gut is the most important thing that you have that's our instinct that's our womanly instinct that's our men's intuition you have those things if you see or you feel something that doesn't feel right get out just because you like to be spanked doesn't mean that he's going to put a belt around your neck and then spank you and that's not something that you you got there are some mischief handbooks they are um, submissive guides. There are books out here that you can learn from that will teach you everything that you need to know and show you warning signs about certain things. So I tell people all the time, read. By all means, read. People, they, they say they like to read until you make them read. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the truth? People just don't want to read no more unless it's about sex. <laughs> right. It's like journal journaling is, is very important so you can talk to yourself and 
and get it out and get it out in the open so that you know exactly what you're getting into so that you can say, oh, wow, that shit wasn't real. That wasn't for me. Um, it's a lot dealing with people who really, truly just don't understand. They don't want to. Some people just like, okay, that's what I like and that's what I'm going to stick with and this person is good for me and not understanding that that person is a demon. Okay. And I'm, I gotta say it the way I'm saying it because no one ever told me. I read up on it. I took my seminars. I took my classes. Self-taught submission. Um, submissive for myself. Um, it was hard. It's a challenge. And if you're up for the challenge, then by all means, go for it. Okay. So, if if you're into something like this, how do you introduce it to your your partner who may not be into it? Give me a second. I'll come back to it. Can't answer. like you were about to ask a question maybe. No, but go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't really know how to go from there. Give me one second. I'll be right there. Give me one second. It's fine. It's fine. I'm just trying to see if we could continue this conversation while you're gone. <laughs> Stand answer. again type of thing yeah i do enjoy it though it's something i have asked somebody to do you know what i mean um so i, I don't want to say it's something that i can go that i can go without because i do like being submissive at some point you know what i mean mm -hmm. and sometimes it's extreme and sometimes it's not but um i'm not i can't say that i it's something that i want to go into you know what i mean i don't want to study up on it and have a dom and all that type of stuff. That's not for me. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I would want to go into it at that extreme either. Right. Like, I don't like to identify as controlling, but I kind of am. Like, I because I have to make sure that I'm good. No, I don't have nobody else to do that for me. So. Right. I am in control of everything that happens in my life. So I'm not, I'm, it's going to be hard to relinquish that control to somebody else on a regular basis. Like, <laughs> like, I don't think right. I could do that. I honestly don't. Right. But, and even for me, I, I, um, I have to say, I don't even mind where it's a little bit of control outside of the bedroom, but not to where it's extreme. You know what I mean? Like, there are times where I can say, I know I have my moment, so if I have a moment and, you know, I, I'm being I'm being a handful, you know, and then I'm told, you know what, you need to sit down and shut the fuck up. <laughs> I might sit down and shut the fuck up for the moment, because sometimes I need that, you know what I mean? <laughs> I need to be checked real quick. You know, it's not something that can happen all the time. There may be a moment you may say shit like that to me. I'm going to be like, who the fuck are you talking to? <laughs> you know what? 
<laughs> so that's how I know it's not like a like something that I want to study in, and I can I can go with a guy just talking to me any type of way or however or being a full dom to me. But you know, a little control is okay for me. I'm all, I'm all right with that because once again, I'm so used to doing everything on my own. For once, I don't want to have to be in control. Right. I don't want to. I, I would like to have a partner or a mate that that does relinquish that from me. You know what I mean? Right. Doesn't mean that I don't still pay bills and I don't work and stuff. Because I once again, I have to work. I, even if I had a man who was willing to pay for everything and take care of everything, I would still work. Only because I don't feel right not having my own paycheck. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like I don't want to ask for that type of permission. And I guess that's one of those things that um, Smiley talks about, where you know there's some submissives that they're they're perfectly fine with giving all that up. You know what I mean? And being told what, what they can do and where they can go and how to do it, when to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's not for me. See, I feel like I could I could be a submissive, but not on that level. Like, I can submit to a man in, in probably most aspects of life, but I'm not going to let you lead me down no goddamn foxhole like I say all the time. I'm not... I I have my sense and I have my wherewithal to know if you're leading me somewhere that is not for me. Right. And I'm gonna let you know and I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking dip out. So <laughs> like I'm not I'm not going down a foxhole. Like I, I work too hard to get where I'm at to then let you lead me down somewhere else that's not for me. Like I'm just not gonna do it. Right. So that's I'm I I guess I'm not really a submissive like I thought I would be. No. <laughs> like Absolutely I, not. I like to follow directions sometimes in the bedroom. Like that's that's I could have even told you that you're not submissive. <laughs> I mean you're fucking cut off game. <laughs> I ain't no way me and stay full follow direction that's what i'm a, that's what i'm gonna call myself from now on i yep. i know how to follow direction when i want you know to. How to follow direction when, when you're i ready want to, to. That's fine. We we cuss a lot on this show. Yeah. Okay, that's good. I love it. <laughs> I went in here hungry, and I wasn't supposed to buy half the shit I bought. <laughs> I was only supposed to spend twenty dollars. 
So as you can see, audience, we are not in the same room, and Smiley is out shopping, apparently. <laughs> but we, we appreciate her for sticking with the time that we agreed to do this. Right, exactly. <laughs> okay, so I'm in my car now. Give me a second. Okay. So back to... uh <laughs> question. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't use So how um, how do you introduce it to a partner who might not be slowly like toddler steps? Okay, so do you tell them about it in the beginning? Do you just kind of reveal some parts of it as you go along? What? You just keep quiet until. Okay, there we go. Accessory for, no. for when you, you know. No, no there's okay. meaning behind that. No, no, no. Collars are to determine who you belong to. When okay. you're out in group sex. In the lifestyle community. Um, within the BDSM world, it's also what type of submissive you are, what level submissive you are. It's notification for other doms to know not to touch you. Because you're owned and you belong to someone. Whether you're a slave, submissive, um, a pet, 
it depends on the type of collar that you're issued and what type of um and how it's issued to you. Um, do you pick out your own collar, or does, is that something that your dom gives you? If that's the option your dom gives you, then yes, you can you can assist with picking out your own collar. Um, if your dom wants to surprise you with a collar, he can have it made for you. He or she um, holds on to the collar so that the collar has has his or her essence of them on it. And that way you'll be with them continuously um, around your neck. Um, most dorms tend to put their house uh, symbol on the collar. It doesn't have to be a jewel hanging. It can be in, embedded into the material. Um, it can be, it doesn't have to be one that wears around your neck. You can wear a bracelet, a ring, a tattoo. Collars are now in different forms. Come on, baby. So, so when you say house, I'm sorry. When you say house, what does that mean? Like, does that mean that he has several subs that live in one house together? No, you have the house of my house is um JJ. My house is JJ because my house is Jay Z. like that but it's like this is the house is your your house is your group of people so it's like it's like on pose where she had her house of of kids that was in her house okay right okay changes and it's not in the contract.
Article 2, Article 4.5, where I might want a poly later down the line, or I might require a child from you. And if that's something that you're not willing to do, you can say, hell no, uh-uh, I ain't with that. Not, not to the point where you're like, okay, um, I'm going to try it, see if I like it. If I don't, then I'm going to force my opinion and be like, fuck this, I don't want to do it. Yeah, this life ain't for me. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, I was looking right at it, motherfucker. Like, you see this piece of paper? I'm lighting it on fire. I'm in Like, I would have a contingency plan for a contingency plan. Like, I'll, I'm okay, out. That's awesome. That's good, though. That's good that you can do that. Because some people can't do that. And some people don't look at it as, as having a contingency plan. Bedroom Candy by Vanessa. <laughs> www.bkparties.com oh, backslash okay. 5086. <laughs> backslash 5086. <laughs> <laughs> you 
there anything you would like to promote for yourself, Smiley, before we get out of here? part of our podcast today. questions or comments or you want to um ask any questions to smiley or whoever we have on again um send us some uh some messages you can send us an email at three sweet talkers at gmail.com you can hit us up on our website www.threesweettalkers.com or you can hit us up on any of our social medias um awesomely we got to 800 likes on facebook today so thank you yeah, to all our followers. Yeah. We appreciate y'all. Um, but yes, we have three sweet talkers on Facebook, three sweet talkers on Instagram, and three sweet talkers on Twitter. Um, you can also hashtag us at three sweet talkers if you have any questions, comments, concerns. If you want to um, be a part of the show, hit me up, and we'll see how we can get you on. Thanks for listening. Sweet talk.